So, um, we are going to chat to the Federation of Governing Bodies of South African uh, Schools about the plan to reopen schools on the 1st of June, announced by Basic Education Minister Njimu Tseka. Uh, the, rep- the the federation represents over 2,000 schools, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, on the line to us, we've got uh, Paul Kolditz. He is the CEO of FEDSAS. Good afternoon to you, Saya. Good afternoon, Glenn. How are you, sir? I'm well. I'm very well, thank you. Are we uh, okay? From a health perspective, from a climate perspective. Yes. And that's about it. That's that's great news indeed. So, what is the federation's response to the plan to reopen schools? Yeah, uh, well, let me say that uh, we are somewhat disappointed mm. uh, with the announcement by the minister yesterday. Yes. Uh, what basically happened yesterday evening is that the minister just t- changed the dates. Mm. Of the original plan, you may recall that the original plan was for teachers to return on the fourth of May and the learners to the uh, on the sixth of May, grade yes, sevens yes. and grade twelves. In the meantime, there've been uh, quite a number of meetings between us in Australia and the Department of Basic Education and the Minister, in which several better plans have been developed. And those plans have just been ditched. So the original plan was announced with just a change in dates, 25 May for teachers and uh, 1st of June for grade 7 and grade 12. Mm. And we don't know what will happen to the rest of of Mm. the the children and the rest of the grades. No indication of that. Uh, And and that was uh, led to much more questions than answers. So I take it that you are not consulted. Yes, we were consulted. We were consulted. And in fact, we had a meeting with the minister yesterday afternoon just before she went on air. Okay. Um, so the, the point is, the point I'm trying to make is, in those consultations, we've made huge progress with regard to alternative plans. Mm. Alternative to the one she announced last night, and to our surprise yesterday afternoon, reverted back to the original plan without any reference to all the consultations and all the input we've given over a matter of a number of weeks in several meetings with with the minister and the... So you're saying your your suggestions were ignored or she gave you an impression that she liked some of your suggestions? Well, let me give you an idea of what the development of the... So let's say six weeks were. First of all, uh, from the outset, uh, I, I said to them that you need to have a clear, concise, uh, but also comprehensive and comprehensible uh, uh, communication strategy so that parents will have certainty as to what would uh, be required of them, what would they be entitled to, what will they be expecting. Now you have a situation where grade sevens return to school. No rational explanation for why grade seven, why Mm. not grade R. Mm. It would make more sense to take those younger ones first because they're more vulnerable. Their parents must return to work. Mm. Their parents must return to teaching. Now they must be left at home without supervision. It's much easier to leave a seven, 
uh, a grade seven child without proper supervision at yes. home than, than a baby. Mm. Uh, so ECD centers, all of those must be addressed first. Um, now, <clears throat> suddenly we've, and, and we made good progress on that discussion, um, and, and now suddenly we find that we're back to grade seven and grade 12. The other, the other thing is, <clears throat> what we've also told the minister, in surveys we've done, 30% plus of our respondents indicated that schools should not reopen at all mm. in, 20, in 2020 because of fear of COVID-19. COVID-19 is going to be with us at least till next year, deep into next year, the experts are telling us. Yes. So if you're fearful of 2020, what about 2021? Are you saying that schools must remain closed for 2021 as well? And that, we believe, is because of um, lack of knowledge and understanding as to what is happening as to us. Get all the experts. Good. Get all the medical experts on one platform, on one virtual platform. Let all the stakeholders engage with them. Ask them the questions so that we can go back to our constituencies and say, these are the facts. These are the risks. So, um, so Paul, there's, yeah. there's also the issue of uh, uh, school hostels. How will schools navigate around having learners in hostels? Right from the outset, we said to the minister, your plan doesn't make provision for hostels. Mm. The minister did not say a word about hostels last night. Mm. The alternative plan that was discussed on as late as Sunday in a very lengthy meeting was to say, okay, let us get a maximum of 50% of all children back in school. Yes. They go to school for one week. Mm. Next week, you get the other 50% back. That would have solved the problem with hostels. You only have 50% of the kids back in hostels, so you have ample space to maintain social distancing and all the possible risks associated with uh, uh, people living in one uh, confined space together. Um, <clears throat> that was one of the alternatives. And for no reason that we can understand those plans were ditched. So I take it that you are not confident that schools will be ready to receive learners that come is the 5th of June, right? That is, that is the other thing. The other thing is we were told that two provinces are ready. Okay. to receive children back to school and teachers back to school. Those are Gauteng and, and, and Western Cape. Mm. We know seven provinces aren't ready. They're telling you and they're telling us that they will be ready. It's two days, two school days before teachers return. It's seven school days before learners return. Mm. But how do you open the schools, especially in the Western Cape, when you've seen the spike of the virus? Well, the minister announced all schools will be will reopen it. This grade seven and grade twelve mm. plan applies to all schools, even those in hotspots. Um, again, there's no particularity with regard to what exactly the plans are in those hotspots area, hotspot areas. And 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 and, yeah. and, and Paul, mm. I mean, what conversations are you having with your members about? The, the the way forward. I take it immediately after uh, the, the the minister's uh, speech yesterday. You must have had long conversations. Uh, absolutely, we had a webinar, two webinars today, attended by more than four thousand participants. 
from our membership uh, mm. to to give them the background, to give them the fact of the announcement, the fact of uh, the interactions we've had and the plans we've put on the table, and then obviously, well, we'll have to accept that if the schools do reopen on the 25th for teachers and uh, one June, then that's a reality we have to work with. So mm. we're giving our members guidance as to exactly what they should do as school governing bodies who are ultimately responsible for the health and well-being and safety of learners and the employees at the school. So masses of communications that have gone out from our side in terms of uh, strategies, in terms of documents, in terms of uh, uh, guidance with exactly what they should do, and that was basically also the purpose of our webinars today, is to provide guidance to them as to what can be expected uh, by school governing bodies and school leadership, what they should do, how they should deal with entry into the premises, how they should deal with tuck shops, with disciplinary matters, with social distancing, with all the non-pharmaceutical protocols such as washing of hands, availability of running water, soap, masks, etc. Paul Kolditz, uh, such a pleasure chatting to you, and I'm sure uh, the minister uh, must be listening to these conversations. And uh, we hope that you know she will uh, invite you guys once again to well, yeah, discuss uh, these these yeah, problems. Let me, let, let me just say immediately that we have an, a meeting again with her on Monday, but okay. we've also since this morning received an invitation for the meeting with the Director General on Friday afternoon. All right. And we will take this matter further. Well, at least, at least, you know, there's hope that, you know, they are also willing to, you know, to have these conversations with you. So uh, we're hoping that there will be progress. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much for chatting to us. You're welcome. Paul called it there. I think one thing that I picked up from this conversation was he was talking about why the focus on grade 7s and 12s. Mm. What about the the smaller Yana ones? Mm. You know, what if, you know, uh, obviously... You can't leave a five-year-old at home, but you can leave a 12- a 13-year-old at home, and they can easily take care of themselves if you instruct them not to do A, B, C, D. But what do you do with a five-year-old or a four-year-old? There's a lot of confusion. Because his suggestion is that those are the ones who should actually be going to school. Yeah. But what about the confusion about, first they said no, um, not all provinces will be opened. Mm. Now all provinces are open for schools. Well, you know, schools in Western Cape. Hence, I was saying, how how come Western Cape? Because we've seen. I mean, it's it 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 has turned out to be a. And there's a lot of parents that have uh, they're in a bit of a conundrum because now they can go back to work, but now they've mm. got little ones that they have. Yeah. The nannies are not around. Uh, so what's going to what's supposed to, to happen with them then? You know. Mm. But they're caregivers. Surely they'll be allowed to come in. Mm? What? Caregivers. Aren't caregivers, care- caregivers are allowed to resume work, are they not? I haven't seen it yeah. written well, in. Well, they need to be checked first. They need mm. to be tested That's first. Another thing. I, I don't know, guys. The more we ask questions, the more confused I guess. No, I no get don't get confused. I am. I am. I promise you, mm. with this school reopening, don't con- I don't yeah, understand don't why we're rushing it. I think things will work out just fine. Don't get confused. I'm just not inspired. No, I'm not if confident. you get confused, you're confusing the show itself. If you if you guys had a grade twelve, right? A grade twelve learner. 
would you send them back to school? But that's why I said, me, it's wait and see. No, no, no. Now that you know, I'm asking a basic, uh, simple no, question. I'm not going to answer. Wait now and that, see. Now that the minister has spoken and the date has been set, mm. right? We've got no indication now. We've heard no indication that the dates might change. The date is set. It's the 1st of June. Would you take your, 12, your grade 12 back to school? I'll have to check and be convinced by the school as to what measures are they taking as a school before I can decide whether my kid can go or not. You'll get your wait and see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll wait and see. Like, that's yeah. been proactive, actually. Yeah. Wait and see.